3: December 19th, 2023, welcome to the Wrestling Inc. podcast, talking about NXT. I'm Glenn, joined by Issa, and we're here tonight to we are here. our uh, our Tuesday. Is- oh
4: Tuesday. no, we still have Friday, I was going to say. this. Well, this is our last NXT show of the year. Last NXT show of, of the year,
3: yes. Uh, although the, the awards voting just opened for the NXT awards on WWE.com.
4: We got a vote, Glenn. We're experts. Yeah.
3: Everybody, go. We should look at the categories. We should talk about this. Yeah, we should. Help our help our uh, audience fill out their ballots. Yeah. Because I think uh, they're going to want to know. Uh, before we dive into every, anything and while I uh, look this all up, anything going on in the news?
4: Well, I saw today that MJF alleges that he has not resigned with AEW. Huh sure see so that was my original response glenn but then i thought about how they had cody rose with the tnt title and he wasn't resigned and then i remembered that moxley was the aw world champ in the midst of negotiations would it shock you if this is actually truth i mean
3: i think it's got to be a done deal in every I... way possible
4: I thought it was a dumb deal back when he had that weird promo and went away for like three months, remember, after the Double or Nothing drama. Mm-hmm. But I, there's a part of me that wants to think, I will hope that TK has learned from the people that he's lost and he's securing the people that he wants to keep early on. But it also yeah. wouldn't shock me because they have a history of letting these people go all the way to the end of their contract. I personally think MJF made this statement maybe to build some kind of storyline with their um, next pay-per-view event being at the end of the year and he's supposedly a free agent on the first you know what i mean but who knows but that that caught my eye um yes about it
3: (laughs) okay that's the news folks um i don't don't
4: read the news i try to stay away from all that
3: yeah i know (laughs) so we're going to talk about the end to tonight's nxt
4: Oh no, wait, before that. Huh. Did you see that WWE has now signed Bray Wyatt to a legend I saw that. So that's that nice. way all the presentation goes to his family for the remaining yeah. of time. And that is a class act move, and I love I love that. That is a piece of news that I did not mind seeing come across my timeline today.
3: Absolutely. That um still, you know, he'll he'll always be missed, but that's something for his family. It's nice that they're able to do. Yes. Um I got a lot of thoughts about the way NXT ended tonight, and I want to save it for the end of the show, because if we open with this, I'm just going to, I'm just uh, like, so I know. If, you don't want, if you don't watch NXT tonight, they're working this angle with Ridge Holland where Ridge Holland is like, oh, I'm cursed. I'm injuring people, you know, referring to, uh, to what he did to, to Biggie. Accidentally, uh, you know, these things happen in the course mm-hmm. of professional wrestling. Biggie is, uh, I believe, gone on the record saying he forgives him. understands this is uh all in the game and so ridge having this and carrying this weight the fact that they're referencing this um in the storyline and they've kind of they've referenced i believe light lightly before saying like oh i'm dangerous yada yada um but to have him this be something that he's carrying as this burden and this guilt and then they worked what everyone believes uh is a, a fake injury angle and i say that because this was taped last wednesday we would i believe know about it if dragon was seriously injured and something happened um there were a couple tells tonight during the end of the match um but they're working this angle that ridge is is cursed and injured dragon and uh they did this with um normally i would commend and say, oh my God, this was so sold. They sold this so well. This was so well acted. But you know what? Actually, no, that, that makes it worse um, the way this ended tonight. We'll, we'll talk about when we get there. But this is fresh in the memory as the show just went off the air in thinking about this. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a real blight on what is otherwise was a fine episode of NXT, what is still my favorite weekly show in all of wrestling. I don't know why they're doing this angle. Dragunov doesn't need this going to his championship match against Trick Williams in New Year's Evil. Uh, Ridge doesn't I, need this.
4: We'll get we'll get to it when we get to yeah. it. I do have some thoughts as well of why they did it, but it still doesn't make it all right.
3: Yeah. Um. So the NXT award. On that note, the NXT awards are open for voting.
4: You know who's not in him? Rich Holland, because he doesn't even go here.
3: So uh, I posted the link in the chat. If everyone wants to go and vote, you can vote for match of the year. Moment what are of the
4: these?
3: nominees? Uh, are there nominees? Yes. The Men's Iron Survivor Challenge deadline. Okay. Carmelo versus uh, Off at No Mercy. Duh. Off versus Dijak at Battleground.
4: Oh, I forgot about that. That was a banger. Yeah.
3: Okay. Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton at No Mercy.
4: Oh, nice.
3: Axiom versus Tyler Bate at the Global Heritage Invitational no uh Johnny Gargano versus Grayson Waller damn that
4: was way back then I know
3: Rollins versus Braun Breaker Mm -hmm. uh Roxanne Perez versus Blair Davenport JD McDonough versus Dragon Lee Roxanne Perez versus I know Roxanne Perez versus Keanu James at Halloween Havoc and Eddie Thorpe versus Damon Kemp for
4: following they really put that in there
3: put that in there this award
4: just lost all credibility all
3: right i'm surprised hmm i did i did think the men's iron survivor challenge was good i do think uh the women's iron survivor match was good i also think the women's ladder match they had at uh stand and deliver was also quite good i'm surprised those aren't in here but i know what i'm voting for on my secret ballot um okay Okay, we'll come back to this. We'll come back to the different categories throughout throughout the night. Okay. Next up is Tag Team of the Year. We'll talk about that. I think you know who we're voting for, but we'll we'll discuss. Oh, well, um, I don't know. If
4: you sold out, you might vote for somebody else. Oh, Jesus Christ! I'll never forget. I'll never forget.
3: Chase, you and Andre Chase need our support more now than ever. He has a problem. I can't
4: wait to talk about that yeah. segment.
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So uh let's talk about we opened the show versus Tiffany Stratton versus Fallon Henley. And uh Smash didn't go on too long, but they're really heating up this Three rivalry. Minutes stopped.
4: Three minutes
3: yes. stopped. Yeah. Um, but then it went to the backstage area after Fallon won. And he got, uh he got
4: messy, Glenn. So Fallon, yes. he was kind of like a sneak win, like a roll-up. You know what I mean? Like I shouldn't won it. Um, so of course Tiffany did not take lightly to that happening. I didn't like Tiffany losing. Not gonna lie, but because of what she did after, I think she was she's back on. You know what I mean?
3: Beat her with a mop, bro. That
4: that's offensive.
3: Called her trash. I, I
4: hated the mop part more than the trash.
3: Yeah. Um, okay, but I got to jump ahead though. You know what I love though about this is that their next yeah. match, if yep. Tiffany wins, Fallon has to be her personal servant.
4: And Tiffany's definitely winning. So I'm looking forward to seeing, oh my God, Tiffany, uh, this is later on the show. Tiffany cuts a promo and she said, person like me wouldn't step into your crappy bar. And I was like, (laughs) "Yes, Tiffany. (laughs) I love love Tiffany. She's still my favorite thing.
3: Yeah, she was really good tonight. Um, But this personal servant angle, I like, I've, I've advocated for this for years, NXT, rather than run these fake injury angles. Let's have some classic sitcom plots. Like, Fallon has to be Tiffany's personal servant. Why don't how about Braun Breaker gets hit in the head with a coconut one week, loses his memory, doesn't know who he is, becomes like nice guy Braun?
4: Whatever happened to custody of, of Robert Stone's kid match with Von Wagner? Yes,
3: you know. <sighs> We need more classic sitcom plots. What if Von Wagner and Robert Stone have to share a room, but they're not getting along? So they take a piece of tape and they cut the room in half. And one side is is Von Wagner's and the other side is Robert Stone's. Think about it. It's gold. Yeah. Yes. What about evil twins? Also, we need somebody's evil twin to show up.
4: This is not pretty little liar, so let's not go there.
3: I miss the evil twin trope, but uh so Tiffany versus Fallon, fun start to the show. I think uh, it was very well done. Definitely
4: mopped her. She mopped the floor with her, but like in a literal way, you guys, if you didn't watch the show, you missed it.
3: It was something. Um, I enjoyed this. It was a fun opening to the show. And then we had Trick and Carmelo backstage.
4: Oh, no, no, hold on. Before you move on, ours. who I'm is sorry. the NXT janitor? Because <laughs> why gimmick. are you not throwing?
3: The- yeah, it is. Yeah, it is.
4: <laughs> why are you not throwing the water away immediately? What is that guy that's with the wankers? Wasn't he like some kind of worker and they hired him? I think he's the NXT janitor.
3: What if Joe <laughs> I, Gacy's the NXT janitor now?
4: Well, I don't know. But whoever it is, I, you don't really grind my gears, Glenn. If you got done mopping, throw that water out. Don't be leaving that sitting there. That's disgusting. Yeah, hey, who still he... uses like the bucket? and the, Like there's all kinds of fancy new mops now. that like, You don't even need that stuff.
3: In the TKO era, they got to save some money. So they're reusing mop water.
4: That's disgusting.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people still use a mop in a bucket. That isn't going to a style. You don't use that at home. I mean, you could use it at home. Most people don't. But in I, uh, commercial places, absolutely.
4: When Actually, when I used to have, it was very dark bamboo floors in my New York apartment. The best thing to use was just warm water and a mop. But mm-hmm. because I'm so OCD, I will have to switch mops like, Every, other, yeah. every month. Because like once the mop gets too much dirty, it's not going to make the same effect. But I will try all this wood stuff and, and Murphy oil, this and that, nothing. And then I finally asked um, one of the people that worked there because the lobby ones always look so good. And then she was like, you want me to really tell you? And I'm like, yes. She was like, it's just warm water and I'll clean up. And I'm like, so yeah, I, I did use it back then. Now here, floor problems. I have these really shiny tiles. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I need them to look shiny at all time. If I see any kind of stain on it, like it drives me crazy. So I'm like i I'm a slave of floors. Like I need to stop. I need to figure out what the the, what the right flooring is that is not gonna get me to spend like ten hours of my day mopping because I haven't gotten it right.
3: Yeah, we got the the vinyl planking that looks like wood, and it's yeah, fine. you know. But I've had real wood floors. I had the like uh, the vinegar cleaner. Oh, the design.
4: bamboo floor—the warm yeah. water with a little bit of vinegar. If there were like extra, like if there was like yeah, the water yeah. was snowing and you would get extra things on the floor, yeah, yeah.
3: Everyone comes to the Wrestling Gang podcast for hot floor talk. We can talk about getting a power <laughs> buffer I, and some wax.
4: Ooh, are you? Maybe that's what I need for this kind of tile. Like it's—it's it's beautiful. Like one of the selling points, renting points for me for this apartment was the floors. And now I'm like, why did I take these floors?
3: Jonathan Sorry. Lyman brand saying, "Sad as I'm mopping right now, listening to y'all." Jonathan gets it.
4: Make <laughs> sure you throw the water out, Jonathan.
3: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so uh, next week we'll talk about you know the best way to, to clean your glass shower. Is it a squeegee? Stay tuned. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> never felt more growing up than when we actually had a squeegee in in the in the bathroom
4: we're in the so shower.
3: Old. i know that's why i was like oh i'm a i'm an old man now
4: i saw um random i saw tiktok today and it was like this t-shirt asked his students their kids what to buy people that are 30 years old or older for christmas and i'm like whatever what they say and when i started seeing the responses i, f- I never felt older everything was accurate it was like a heated blanket because their muscles Ooh, yeah. hurt like, stuff from uh, Bath & Body Works. And <laughs> they love that. And I was like... Somebody said Panera Bread gift card because they love soup. And I'm like, okay, I feel attacked at this point. Why are these kids this way?
3: But <laughs> law-abiding citizen has a right. Rather than evil twins, Tiffany Strand should have a nice twin.
4: Uh, that that would be a twist right there. Yes. I like
3: that. Uh, maybe an identical cousin. We can go old school with it. Uh, okay, so... Trick and Carmella were backstage and accidents happen. These guys like keep accidentally bumping into each other. And it's like, it's all good. I know you didn't mean it, even though we went off the air last week looking like you meant it. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> should it be a triple threat? I like how Carmella was like, it doesn't matter who's the champion as long as one of us has it. And Trick's like, it matters. He thought
4: he was doing something with that. Glenn, he triggered me. I mean, first of all, the conversation started with Trick giving him all these props about how good he did on SmackDown. Oh, you moved on. That's awesome. And then he's like, why don't we make your match at Triple Threat? Like, not only do you want the United States champion, but you want to take Trick's shot, too? Yeah. You're not that smooth, Melo. You're not. No. I didn't like that, and I typically love Melo. Maybe it's because I'm well. You know, I've always been very fond of Trick Williams, respectfully. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I, I just didn't like that. Like he didn't feel like a legit friend there for a second. He felt jealous.
3: Yeah, there. The this is still simmering. Yeah, this is still gonna uh, come to uh, come to a head at some point. I think it's gonna be good. Um. So yeah, Ridge Dragonoff was out there. Looking really good. Um, Saying he feels like the third wheel in a bromance movie. He is.
4: he is. This field has not been about Dragunov at all.
3: Yeah. Well, and that's what makes me wonder. Okay, so Ridge Holland came out and Ridge asked for this opportunity because Ridge is like, oh, I'm cursed. I know. I don't think this main event did anything to lift that curse, like both in kayfabe or in reality. Um, I mean, it's just... In fact, he's now cursed with the most tone deaf storyline in quite some time, time, yeah, in uh, W and not just NXT, all of WWE. I can't even remember the last tone deaf thing they did that was this just sort of puzzlingly uh bad, but we'll get into that. Okay, so they they set them up for this uh, main event.
4: I don't wow. need, uh, I didn't even realize that Rich Holland spoke, I don't need uh, <laughs> 10 minute promos between them, and I get it because they were trying to sell us what happened later on. But I need, like, there's something about Dragunov that I just like, I really like Dragunov in the ring. So I want Dragunov to be more of a silent assassin. You know what I mean? Like, let people talk and be like, okay, I'll see you at this event. And then he just kicks their asses. And, and Rich Holland, I just don't, I don't need, I didn't need any of this. I didn't need this match. You know what's sad? Later on, I was like, what's the main event? Like, I completely forgot mm. they even made the match. After they talked for 10 minutes. That's how weak this promo segment was, in my opinion.
3: Yeah um Nexus king cut a promo the breakout tournament this match first step to him being nxt champion do
4: you pay close attention to his beard glenn
3: i mean how can you not
4: okay what do you think uh they use to like create the shape in, <laughs> in his beard because yeah go ahead just i get
3: me. targeted on facebook a lot with uh-huh. these beard grooming accessories okay so maybe he's trying to tell me something about my beard which you can't see right now. It's very faint because I shaved it, so it'll grow back, hopefully thicker and stronger. I've been saying that for twenty years now. Okay. This is the time when it comes back full, thicker and um, stronger. We yes. Love that for you. <laughs> uh, so I get targeted with videos on Facebook all the time. People are like, "Oh, I'm putting painter's tape over while I trim this," or, or. or but you know what the real trick is, though. Thinking about it, so one, there are guides to get that line, but then. There's also, they're using a brush to fill it in. Right. Yeah.
4: But you don't think that somebody put like some, like a pair of testicles right here? You don't think it looks like some, like, like testes?
3: I hadn't really thought of it that way.
4: Please look at it again and tell me. You'll be, you won't be able to unsee it. And maybe they're not like real ones. Maybe they're the ones you don't
3: know, yeah, that, want. That, I don't think they're you know, real. Like,
4: Do you remember when people used to put like these hanging balls on the back of their pickup trucks for reasons? You know what I'm talking about? For reasons.
3: I mean, yes. Yeah,
4: but they used to have them like all over the place. Like actually, there was a big. They're
3: called tr- truck nuts.
4: Yeah, there was a big, like, war between who invented them and the two guys were, like, going at it. That's a... I don't know why I know this. The whole point is that they don't have to be... I'm not saying that the barber is putting his nuts in there. I'm saying that maybe, maybe they grab some frog nuts and put them in there and, like, shave around. I know.
3: It was the... Biggest hottest topic in all of automotive since spinning rims and the uh, stickers well, we of invented Calvin. The
4: yeah, there were two guys taking trying to claim the inventory.
3: Well we don't we'll never know. We'll never know with the spinner oh, no, we'll never know.
4: If you go listen, I go down very weird rabbit holes on YouTube when I can't sleep. That's how I ran into this story. That's okay. how I know this. I'm full of conversation that will break the ice, but I'm not sure that that's the yeah, right way. Wait,
3: that's right. what you're, saying, you're I we
4: sitting at a bar and I'm like, hey, you know who invented this? The truck nuts? <laughs> the truck nuts.
3: <laughs> I mean, this a mystery. Not next you get to hear bottom. about that drama? <laughs> yeah, gets to the bottom of who invented the decal of uh, Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes peeing on things.
4: Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that too. But anyways, maybe they use some truck nuts because they came in different sizes. But the whole thing that I'm trying to say is it looks like a pair of little testes. <laughs> and I can't focus on anything he says.
1: Okay.
3: I understand.
4: That's all. I will say, though, I'm a fan of him sneaking his way into things. Like faking that he attacked Trick to get that match with Carmelo and now sneaking into the tournament. I, I am a fan of that. I gonna he's going
3: to be fun. GM of NXT, you know.
4: Uh... Well, i say save job. He's gonna have to fight the rock if he wants that.
3: It was interesting backstage when they showed uh, Cora Jade coming back and they were showing all the women's lockers. Ava Rain's locker just had Ava on it. Everyone else yeah. had their full name. So I wonder if they're rebranding her.
4: Somebody needs to start putting little rocks just to piss her off. Why
3: would you do this? You know, nepotism. Piss
4: her off. Like put a rock in there.
3: Put a rock in there. There you go. And then um, she takes
4: it out pissed off because she wants to have her own identity. And then the next day. Another know
3: rock they're rocking. Her and Lexis King can talk about that. Yeah, that should be his pickup to her. Lexus King should be like, "I too know what it's like."
4: <laughs> That's why she got in the match.
3: Yeah, yeah. Ooh, there, there was the Nepo, like the Nepo baby. Oh my baby god, faction. Nepo
4: baby gimmick. Oh, I, I will be here for it because like, yeah. there's so many like second and third generation wrestler. I love that actually.
3: Yeah, Miss NXT. Hmm. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot okay 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 uh so he lexus king beat d on linux
4: uh it doesn't d on linux sounds like a operating system like what do you run on bro <laughs> oh i run on some d on linux you know like i feel like it sounds that way
3: yes and it's tough because okay. it's all command line i have to boot it off a usb stick Yeah. I never have the right drivers for it. Like it loads right. up, and I can't figure out how to mount my hard drive. Yeah, Dion Linux, like that's uh, that's some advanced level computing.
0: Correct.
4: That's the dark web. Like you use it to connect to the dark web.
3: Dark web. Yeah. That's that's
4: that that's the internet browser for the dark web.
3: I got Dion Linux. Dion it's got Lennox. a VPN. It's got a VPN built in, so that way i know Whatever secure.
4: VPNs suck nowadays. Like they yeah. they can still figure out you're using a VPN, and they'll be like, "Yeah, no, you cannot watch this show." Oh. And I paid for the whole year, so I'm stuck with it.
3: We'll talk off the air. You gotta get a router level VPN.
4: Okay, you got all the tricks.
2: Well,
3: I tried the At least
4: it's so- still working for my Paramount Plus, which is my my most important one. Paramount think, Plus is yeah. still not up to date.
3: I figured it out right for the season finale of Yellow Jacket season yeah, one. Yeah, when you were trying
4: it, to get an Australia thing.
3: Yeah, of Australia. And I figure out how to do it. I just didn't have an Australian credit card. That's what thwarted me.
4: What why um, do you message Dylan?
3: I know i know well if that happens again now it's worldwide debut same time but i figured it out using a router level VPN. i figured out how to do it so you're
4: you're you're okay i see you good
3: i don't know like okay here's the weird shit isa let me just break this down for the people like there's so many streaming services out there now that if you if you subscribe to even half of them you're paying more than you ever paid for cable Mm-hmm. and then because you're like f the man i'm gonna get my bootleg ip tv i'm gonna get my vpn i'm gonna get all this stuff you're paying more than if you just bought the legal streaming services correct and you're spending all this time trying to like get this shit to work it's just it's not easy it's just not easy
4: it's not i pay for all of them and not even for me it's just for my family and sometimes they call me it's just to ask me for a password they don't even yeah. say how are you how you doing? Are you doing okay? No. Hey, can I get your password for insert streaming service? Uh-huh. Come on. I feel you. I, I got be it. Be better. Be better.
3: Um, so Alexis King got run off by Trey Bearhill, who eliminated from the tournament by attacking him.
4: I forgot about him.
3: Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens between them. But it was nice they got a little reappearance. Uh Eddie Thorpe explained how his rajak with dijak his rivalry his rajak his rivalry with dijak rajak with dijak there you go his rivalry <laughs> with dijak has been hard on his family and the ring can't contain them so next week they're gonna have a no ropes match in the nxt underground
4: is did he not tell his family that he's no longer a dj maybe his family still thought he was a dj they showed up for bring your family to work they didn't realize he's getting his ass kicked all the time like did he not tell them that's why he I does think no he's money? still
3: djing he's just not doing it as much
4: well, I don't think he told his family that he's wrestling now because why would it be hard on his family? If I tell you, hey, I'm wrestling, you're going to expect that my job is tough.
3: I need to go back in 2024 to to DJing. I was doing that using the DJ program because it can separate everything now, the vocals, and you can mix stuff together. So I was doing that when I was on the treadmill and I was just mixing, I Vanessa, I was mixing Vanessa Carlton's A Thousand Miles with just I tried to do it with a thousand different songs. To make a thousand mashups of a thousand miles.
4: I love what you do in your
3: free time, going. I, I need to start doing like I've been playing video games lately, which feels like a waste of time.
4: That's your origin. That's who you really are.
3: I know. Well, kinda. So, one Marvel's Midnight Suns is incredible. If you want a good single-player game set in the Marvel universe, about halfway through it, loving it. But uh have you seen Fortnite? What they've done with Fortnite now?
4: No. What are they so
3: doing? Fortnite has classic Fortnite that we all know and love. Then there's Fortnite Racing with the cars from Rocket League, and it's a full racing game. There's Fortnite Lego, which is Fortnite and Legos as a game. Oh, but wait. Then there's Fortnite Festival, which guess what? It's Did you ever want to play Guitar Hero on your controller? Because you can do that in Fortnite Festival.
4: Are, um, when you're performing at the festival, do you see the new tacting champions, Kaden and Katana, in the crowd jamming up?
3: They should be there. Oh, my God. I know, 1,000%. <laughs> Yes. Oh my god, that'd be good. But you know, Fortnite Festival, it's like I was playing it, I was like, I miss plastic instruments. That made it more fun. Rather, I'm sitting there trying to yeah. play Bell Devo's poison on my controller. Like
4: I like Guitar Hero, but I'm gonna be honest, my favorite was Sing Star on PlayStation 3. Really? It came with the mic and oh my god, I killed it. I hit all the, I thought I hit all the notes.
3: I feel you. I too <laughs> have thought I hit all the notes. I was
4: getting notes. points. It was I a good singer, I don't know, okay. but I was getting the points,
3: okay? There you go um so yes 2024 i go back to djing and then everything will be i you know i i did i bought a little guitar like a cheap guitar to have in my office just to have something to do occasionally like to occupy myself because it felt weird using like a nice guitar just to, to futz around with and what's happened is i just play the opening riff to michael jackson's beat it which i just learned two weeks ago i just play that like three times and i sit it down but I'm so I can't believe now that song's 40 years old, and I just was like, I'm going to learn that on guitar. It was not hard.
4: Amazing! It's never too late.
3: Never too late. Mia Lee Buck 99. Back to the wrestling. Uh, Mia Lee Dollar 99 says, "Who gets the title next? Nikita, Cora, or Lola?"
4: A, I love that she uh, Mia Lee completely skipped Blair, who's actually getting the next shot. So that already yeah, means that we all assume that she's not winning. I think Cora Jade.
3: Yeah, I can see that. I think Nikita gets it a weekend.
4: Yeah, I think Nikita being a face with Lira being a face, I, I can see Cora getting it first.
3: Yeah, I think it'll be great. Uh, they good, good showcase for Nikita we'll and I. Won't talk. If
4: i Lola Vice, so though, I hang on to that contract for a little bit because again, <laughs> they have a lot of like uh, title contenders right now. Yeah, so I'll wait for that scene to cool off a little bit before I try to cash in. Otherwise, she might fail.
3: Well, let's talk about our picks. We're voting for the NXT year-end awards, the tag team of the year. Now go to WWE.com, click the NXT page, and then scroll down and you'll see a thing to vote in the NXT year-end awards. Okay. Tag team of the year. The candidates are the Creed Brothers, Gallus. They killed it
4: last night
3: overall. Mm. Gallus, uh, Brooks and Dunn. That's Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. I think that's the first time I've ever actually said their names. Uh, Wanker, which is Hank Walker. They're
4: the for
3: collector. Tag Team of the Year? Tag Team of the
4: Year. Okay.
3: Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, who I guess they are maybe in another realm or something uh, with the yeah. curses. Uh, and then the, the uh, fun-loving festival goers, the new WWE Tag Team Champions on the women's side, Kaden Carter and Katana Chance, or who I'm voting for, Tony D'Angelo and Channing Stax Lorenzo.
4: Vote D'Angelo family or else.
3: Make it happen. Next, we'll talk about... Uh, oh, that's weird. Wait, what? what? The, okay, now they've got some weird poll stuff up there that doesn't make sense. Who is your what? early favorite to win the 2022 Women's Breakout Tournament? Like, what? Wait, wh- why did this... Why did this... Why did this, like... Oh, I, I clicked next poll, and it just took me to that. Oh, yeah, I you can't
4: click next poll. You gotta go back to, like, yeah. the main page
3: did you get that fan council survey the other day where they were like what are your predictions for 2024 yeah what was that all about i wrote out the wildest shit. i just wrote out everything in there and i was like Von Wagner's the father of Robert Stone's children. No, you did like, Yeah, no, you I, did it. Did it. I wrote out. I was like, Chase U settles his gambling debts and becomes a born again evangelical. Um, and Chase U becomes a a, a a theological university. Like I just I filled up. I used every character they had just to write crazy predictions for 2024.
4: Yeah, you got very creative with that.
3: Yeah. I was bored at the time. I think I got it like when I woke up in the morning and I was. Isn't it funny
4: when, depending on where you fill it out, is how explicit you get with your answer. Because I'm the same way. Sometimes I'll write a one sentence thing and sometimes I'll write them a whole essay about what I thought about this.
3: Yeah. Like, uh, I bet you no one could guess who Issa's male wrestler of the year was in WWE in 2023.
4: Just in WWE or in general? No,
3: no, when you entered on the fan council thing.
4: Oh, yeah. Of course, you know who it was
3: sammy zane that's who she put well,
4: come on they still, if anybody answers anything other than roman Reigns, they're lying
3: mm. okay yes uh tim we'll talk about nikita we'll talk about everything uh we'll talk about uh oh this next match the women of chase you in tag team action jc jane and thea hale versus kiana james and izzy dame um so thea's crush was out there supporting
4: Oh, that's so cute. I told that's you. Nice. I told you this is going to work out.
3: Yes. Uh, but Kiana James and Izzy Dame won.
4: Yeah, this was a fun match. I thought Tia looked amazing in there. I love... I think Tia and J.C. Jane are really looking like a tag team, but I was very shocked by the, by the results. I thought J.C. and Tia had it in the back.
3: Yeah. You know what was more shocking, though, was after this, Roxanne Perez slapped ariana grace in the face this was great
4: it's was roxanne
3: is on hinge yeah i like i wasn't expecting like we're gonna have heel roxanne that's kind of fun
4: no she deserved to be slapped
3: ariana grace is miss nxt
4: she was trying to give her a motivational speech we do not time for that
3: um so then we had some nxt north american title action uh what
4: a great match
3: Yes. Dragon Lee. But did you care? No. No, I did exactly. not. Dragon Lee versus exactly. Charlie Dempsey versus Joe Coffee. And uh Joe Gacy was under the ring. Pulling coffee under the ring. Why? <laughs> Why? Yes. I don't know. Why?
4: This made no sense. And that sweater he was wearing was hideous.
3: Yes. What do you think of the name for uh the no quarter catch crew? I hate
2: it's the name. Dempsey
3: Gulak and everyone
4: And QCC, that's what we're going to call him.
1: Yes.
3: Uh, Dra- like, Dragon Lee is very good, but, I mean, Dominic Mysterio was so much fun as the North American champion.
4: Yeah, he was. I think that Dragon Lee, I mean, he can wrestle, but this felt very, I don't want to compare him, but you know how sometimes in AW we don't have a story and they just book a match because it just looks cool on paper and you know it's going to be a banger, but you're mm. not emotionally invested. This felt that way
3: yes it's very uh 205 live yeah which when you think about it like you know t- the spirit of 205 live in the cruiserweight classic lives on in aew and occasionally in nxt yeah and what i mean by that is banger matches light on the story
4: yeah it was a it was a great match i just wish i care about these people more
3: yeah um but before that match we got a Back up a second and talk about Andre Chase and Tucutson throwing oh my dice God. without the mud.
4: He is. I thought Tucutson was the gambling addict. I don't think that's the case. When he really is Andre Chase.
3: Yeah, Andre Chase has a problem, y'all.
4: No, he's just trying to make his money back. I think he's desperate.
3: He doesn't know when to stop.
4: And the streets and 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 the bodega boys and and scripts. They were they're playing him like a fiddle. And then we got a snitch. In the, the end, of the family. Oh, my well, God, the drama.
3: Yeah, so uh, Rizzo showed up, walked into you in going this. to
4: defend her snitching?
3: She was keeping Tony D informed, because doesn't Chase owe Tony you D all this never, money?
4: ever, ever try to make sense out of somebody snitching, Glenn.
3: She owes Tony D money. She works what for Tony D. What was
4: you doing in that side of town?
3: She was ma- making sure he doesn't gamble away. It's like it's like an uncut gems. Remember when Eric Bogosian, like in, in like the weird move, just pulled the bet to take the money that he was owed instead? And so like Sandler thought he won this huge amount of money, but he pulled the bet because yeah. he owed it to the bookie. Yeah. That movie stresses me the F out.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: It's such a stressful movie.
4: It's actually such a good comparison. Too, Somebody
3: but. show that to Andre Chase so he understands what a life of degenerate gambling will but there was a
4: to. bunch of negotiation done here and I'm still confused about what's going on.
3: Somehow who's Out the Mud is getting good, a getting a
4: title shot? Like, I'm so confused.
3: Out the Mud is getting a title shot against the D'Angelo family was my understanding. Why? I don't know.
4: And I thought that Chase Hill was trying to double his money. How did we end up getting somebody else attacked title shot? Like I was, I liked the beginning when they were like doing the the wrong the dice and all that, but then it got very confusing.
3: Yeah, it is. It is confusing. But somebody show Andre Chase uncut gems as an intervention. Stop
4: snitching. Stop snitching.
3: Um. So this this was fun though. There's got to be a very special. It was fun.
4: It was Chase a game. very very fun. And yeah. I this 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 uh bodega boys and scripts, they're up to no good. And I love it.
3: Yeah. Uh the no quarter catch crew attacked Dragon Please Lee. Stop but-
4: calling them that. Stop calling them that.
3: But Joaquin Wilde and Cruz del Toro showed up to help Dragon Lee fight them off.
4: Yes. <laughs> um okay. Make perfect sense. Yes. I mean he was in SmackDown. He is in SmackDown. I don't know what's going on.
3: They pre taped this last week.
4: Yeah, they it's did. It's the end of the year. I thought LWO looked great, though. They haven't looked sure. that good in the main roster ever.
3: <laughs> yes. Um, okay, okay, okay. Uh, breakout tournament match, semifinals. Luca Crucifino, the attorney. They should put Esquire after his name.
4: Yeah, they should. I would love yeah. that, actually.
3: Luca Crucifino, Esquire versus uh, Tavion Heights. With Tavion, Tavion getting the Hine- win.
4: Tavian Heights sounds like a New Jersey neighborhood. Yeah. They'll try to tell you that it's open and coming and New Yorkers are moving there, but it's not. Like, like, like you say, somebody, oh, I live in Jersey City, and they say, I live in the Jersey City Heights. Yeah, that's not as. Yeah, well, not cool. with that that's New Jersey Tavion
3: property it. tax and state taxes. Right.
4: But Trayvon Heights sounds like, oh, I live Tavion in Trayvon Heights. Heights, very open coming. You know, all it takes is a is a New Jersey transit bus in the path, and you're right in the city after an hour of commuting. That's that's what I thought about.
3: Most people from Ta that's where most people in Tavion Heights work from home.
4: Oh, really? Yeah. You know. Anyways, I thought it was great.
3: I think uh, Luca Crucifino needs to file an appeal to get a rematch. Oh no.
4: I like I really like Tavian Heights. I I I think the first time I ever seen him, I thought he looked great here. Yes. I feel like I didn't care. I thought it was a great show, but I feel like the segments got me more. What Tiffany did in the beginning, but there was a lot of I'm not invested in these people matches tonight.
2: Hmm.
3: So. So. So, NXT Year End Awards voting for Moment of the Year. Okay. Roxanne Perez collapses after defeating Mako Satomura. No brawn breaker smashes von wagner with steel steps <laughs> fallon henley dresses up like tiffany stratton
4: these are so depressing first of all before you got to fallon henley it's like oh this guy this girl collapses this guy like gets yeah. taken out with steel steps jesus extinct.
3: okay well here you're gonna like this the free tony d movement yes trick williams gets to attacked by a mystery assailant
4: that's a moment of the year
3: yeah lash legend slams otis
4: Oh, let's go.
3: Dominic Mysterio ends Wesley's historic North American title reign. Okay. JC Jane kicks Gigi Dolan through a door.
4: Oh, that was good. I forgot about that.
3: Braun Breaker spears Carmelo Hayes through a wall.
4: That was fun.
3: Uh, The Undertaker comes to NXT.
4: Oh, God. That's going to probably win.
3: Uh, Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin crash through Shawn Michaels' office wall. Braun is basically the Kool-Aid man at this point. He's just yeah. smashing through walls.
4: <laughs> yeah, but free Tony D movement was my favorite thing.
3: Why not? I, I thought John Cena in NXT was uh, more fun.
4: But you couldn't see him, so.
3: Oh, that's true. Next up, we'll talk about Male Superstar of the Year. But
4: Ooh, first, We all know it's Turk Williams, but yeah.
3: Tony D'Angelo on there? We'll see. Uh, let's talk. Uh, we had an extended look at Lyra Valkyria versus Blair Davenport.
4: Great video package and, and and I learned about their past history and how they couldn't yeah. face each other. I didn't know this. So I really, really, really enjoyed the video package and kind of like a little bit of an education on their backstory. Shout out to Joe with the Angle Podcast in the chat.
3: Yes. Uh so then backstage, Nikita let lira know she's coming for that women's championship. And Noam Dar said that he'll give Josh Briggs a shot at the NXT Heritage Cup in the name of the Christmas spirit.
4: I really like the metaphor, but this Heritage Cup thing is annoying. Yeah, it is. But they just wrestle like a normal match.
3: I know. I know. Nikita Lyons versus Tatum Paxley.
4: Yeah, this happened.
3: So I still want to learn why Tatum Paxley is stalking Lyra and looked like she tried to kiss her last week.
4: Because she's crazy.
3: I get that she's crazy, but I want, you know what we need from her? I need like a Joker style promo of her explaining who she is, what she wants, why she's there, and how she's going to achieve her goal.
4: Maybe it's because she has a a feather fetish.
3: That is an acceptable answer.
4: You're welcome.
3: (laughs) But we need a promo. This match was
4: good. good. I thought Nikita looked great.
3: Uh, I thought Nikita fantastic showcase for her. Good way to reintroduce her in a one-on-one. She hit finish her finisher. Okay, Which here's what is a lot of people were
4: wondering if she was gonna like adjust it because of the leg injury and all that. Oh but no. she hit. Her. Mm-hmm.
3: So here's I was trying to think what it is about Nikita Lyons. Like why you know with a lot of talents that we champion on this podcast. There's a variety of reasons, but. I think with Nikita Lyons, the way that I can really put a point on it as to why I think she's someone to watch and so promising as an NXT talent is in wrestling, almost every other wrestler, Uh and all your favorites, we hear, oh, they're the next so-and-so. They remind me of this person. They remind me of this. And with Nikita, you know what? She's the first Nikita Lyons. You could say that about very few talents in wrestling today.
4: I like that that's actually a great analysis to look at her because you're absolutely right. there's no there hasn't been anyone like her.
3: No one I could compare her and to
4: that's and that's huge
3: yeah there's not I mean, it's she's very unique unique look, unique move set, unique presence and charisma. and um it's refreshing because I think that in today's homage mashup retro obsessed culture. We do pop for things because we go, oh, they remind me of this thing that I loved when I was a kid. Well, they remind me of this wrestler that I grew up watching. They remind me of this superstar. And Nikita, yeah, she's she's truly an original, which is why I think she has amazing amount of potential in the WWE. And
4: I always love like when you get to be the first off. You know what I mean? Like I always think like there's pioneers, trailblazers, that they, they bring in so many things, but there's always the first person to ever do it. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah. I think that goes on to living history a lot more than you know whoever repeated it so i like that i never really thought about that that's a great way to take a look at what makes her even extra special because well, i do think yeah. she uses like star like i always thought that she has that star power and charisma like you you see her and you're gonna pay attention um and and she's gotten very good in the ring as well i don't i don't think that the injury really set her back no um Last week, the tag match. I was like, okay, but she wasn't the only one. I was like, they're they're all gassing out. They gave him so much time. But I thought tonight she looked like perfect, she's been here the showcased. whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: But and, and the reason why I thought of this was because I was trying to explain to someone that was saying, oh, you're always talking about Nikita Lyons. Tell t- tell me about her. What is she like? And I was like, well, there's no one really to compare her to. So
4: I say that about Roman Reigns.
3: There you go. Um, but she won tonight over Tatum. And uh, we'll see where it goes. But I need I need a Joker promo from Tatum. I need to know what's up in Tatum Paxley world. What's she all about? I want to know. But with Nikita, look, Nikita is costing Blair that title opportunity in New Year's Evil.
4: I like that. Um, I like that Tatum changed because I, I remember when we first met her, mm-hmm. I felt she was a little... I don't want to say generic, but you just mentioned that it was just a little like another one of the girls back there. The gear, like the way that she looked. So I like that she's taking a whole different approach because now she stands out. But I still don't understand the character now. Like, you're absolutely right. We need to know what her motivation is to this new change.
3: Yeah. Um, Gallus was in action.
4: Yeah. And then Joe Coffey was out there like he didn't get dragged under the ring. What a what a, I expected more from you, Show Michaels. The lack of continuation here was terrible.
3: Maybe he just crawled out from under the ring, and that's why he was there at the ring.
4: But we never saw it. And, and, and even commentary was like, oh boy, am I happy to see him because we just saw him get dragged. And I'm like, yeah, what, what What? does that? Is there a tunnel under the ring that leads to, to the janitor's mob <laughs> bucket?
3: No, it was like uh, Boba Fett getting dragged into the Sarlacc pit, you know? Okay. Like, yeah, you've never seen Star Wars, though, right? No yeah that's still so strange to me
4: it's not gonna happen
3: really they're fun movies sure, Glenn. you like adventure
4: I do like adventure
3: you like outer space
4: I do like outer space
3: Han Solo is a space pirate what yeah you didn't know this
4: do he say R
3: no but he's got a Does Wookie- he doing prom? What? No, but he's got a Wookie. Oh, he's got like his sidekick is like a big furry pirate. dude named Chewbacca. Does Tabaka. he
4: steal gold? Does he steal Yeah, anything? he smuggles.
3: He smuggles and steals.
4: What, does he steal stars?
3: Oh, that would be amazing if he did, though. Yeah, I would. You know, and not to spoil anything, but <laughs> part of that started
4: the started the scam of buy a star online where you oh, think yeah. you're buying somebody a star, but you're not. He, he's up there collecting it to sell them to you. See,
3: Han Solo and the big thing is that Princess Leia is a princess and they have this amazing, like, Chemistry together. So, like, it's just, it's really cool. I think you would like these movies.
4: He's a princess of what?
3: Alderaan. It's a planet.
4: That's not a real planet.
3: In Star Wars, it is. He's
4: not the princess of Uranus. I don't want it. <laughs> 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 Love you, Glenn.
3: <laughs> Issa, you should, for content, you should do a watch along with Star Wars. Like, this should be a thing for you. Your audience will probably get a real kick in 2023 of you watching Star Wars with fresh eyes.
4: And my commentary. Yeah, and
3: your commentary. That would be amazing.
4: We'll see, Glenn. We'll yeah. see. I want to if see I it. do it, you'll have, to, you'll have to join me for a few of them.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll hit
4: play at the same time. You know, okay. we'll do it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, I mean, there's Darth Vader. He's like a bad guy. Dark Side uh, of the you Force. You know who would
4: like Darth Vader? Christian <laughs> Cage.
3: Yeah, because... Well, yeah. he's That
4: father, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in case you've already been spoiled on one of the biggest twists of the series.
4: Well, I don't know, but who doesn't know? I only know about the I am your father because of the Mandela effect, that he doesn't say what we all thought he said. That you heard, mm. Have you heard of that?
3: Mandela effect, yes. I think I'm living no, it all the time.
4: About, the, about his Mandela effect, that he says like something about what we all thought he said is not what he said.
3: Yes, I understand.
4: It's like anyway. in Star
3: Trek, they never said, beam me up, Scotty.
4: Right. Right.
3: I'm with you. Um, okay, so Hank and Tank versus Gallus. Wankers. The Wankers versus Gallus, and Gallus got the win.
4: Yeah, great. And Joe Coffey like magically reappeared and Joe Gacy was in the crowd in his <laughs> ugly sweater for no reason. This was ridiculous.
3: Yes. But let's talk about the NXT year-end awards, who we're voting for for Male Superstar of the Year, the options
2: Whoa, are... Trick.
3: Ilya Dragunov, Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams, Braun Breaker, Wes Lee, Dijak, Dragon Lee, Baron Corbin, Nathan Frazier, or Axiom? Axiom and Nathan Frazier? <laughs> Why isn't Tony D'Angelo on this list?
4: Axiom is on odd Who made this?
3: why isn't uh uh lexus king on this list
4: he just got wow. here bro it's, it's trick williams Vote trick williams everybody
3: why can't i vote for uh i don't know joe casey
4: vote for axiom
3: i would vote for baron corbin
4: yo he was better than axiom and nathan Frazier. that's for sure who's better than a lot of names in there
3: mm and uh because we're about to to go off on uh, a real rant here let's uh talk about nxt female superstar of the year yes the nominees are
4: it's tiffany stratton period
3: roxanne perez tiffany stratton thea hale kiana james Lyra valkyria gigi dolan jc jane fallon henley ivy nile or kalani jordan
4: it's tiffany stratton both tiffany
3: Really like I think Thea Hale did really good work this year, though. It's Tiffany. And what about Gigi Dolan?
4: What is she where has she been?
3: She showed up a couple weeks ago. Okay. Gigi Dolan had a weird year in NXT. She started the year as like the next babyface push. And then it just kind of fizzled out. Now JC James with Chase Hugh.
4: Yeah, and she's nowhere to she's somewhere with a mask. Oh my God! They're bringing back NXT Underground, Glenn.
3: I know. You excited?
4: If Shane McMahon is not in it, I don't want it.
3: Okay. I also want to point out: it looks like there's no limit on the amount of times you can vote in this.
4: Oh, let's go!
3: They probably count IP addresses, though.
4: We'll, we'll use your Sheep VPN code.
3: Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> Gigi was backstage tonight. Uh, we saw her locker. So. Wow. Okay, so let's talk about this controversial main event tonight. Dragonoff versus Ridge Holland. Dragonoff was doing a favor for Ridge, giving him this match cuz Ridge believes he's cursed. He's injured people. Uh, you know, we all know what really happened uh, like the reality of Biggie never going to wrestle again, likely. Do the oh. injuries sustained to the hands of Ridge uh, Ridge, it was the an brute It was an accident. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and these things happen. Uh, Biggie is said he forgave, forgave him. He understands. Um, you know, Biggie is recovering. He just shouldn't wrestle again. So, this match was actually quite good. Um, at the beginning, even though good. the stakes may have been relatively low, and this was just an exhibition to give us. It a was a event. non-title
4: match,
3: correct? Yeah, non-title match. Sorry. So, um, this was really good, but then we go into the overrun and Dragonoff uh, fights out of a suplex attempt, eats a knee. Ridge goes for 10 beats of the Bodrin. Dragonoff uh, gets a near fall and hits an H bomb. Holland gets a power bomb on hits a pump kick with a near fall. Ridge then goes for the suplex, but Dragunov fights out. And then he hits the vertical suplex DDT on Dragonoff. And then Dragonoff, let me just say that um Dragonoff sold this in a way that
4: Academy Award.
3: It made this highly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. With the, the twitching, the moaning, the, the pain. They bring out a stretcher, uh, they take him out. I thought, and again you know, a lot of people online, it's not just us. A lot of people aren't saying it's very insensitive, mm-hmm. poor taste, poor judgment for NXT to do this. Right. Um, because this this wasn't, this isn't like a big feud. This isn't, oh my God, this is massive character development for off or Ridge or Ridge or uh, off isn't leaving TV. Like Dragonoff has that title match against Trick Williams in two weeks in New Year's Evil. I thought 30 seconds into this, at any moment, Dragunov is going to roll over, hit a sneak attack on Ridge and pin him. And this was all a mind game to mess with him and show that Dragunov is like a massive heel just to get massive heat for him being a dick and exploiting Ridge's worst fear.
4: That's actually being funny.
3: Yeah, I mean, I would have been like, okay, that was in poor taste, but Dragunov's an asshole. There you go. Ridge is going to hit bottom and maybe something... New comes from this. But instead we see Rich freaking out. I mean, I just this went on way too long, was way too real. And I'm actually gonna say that for like Rich, who clearly feels bad about what he did to Big E, making him portray those emotions on screen, looking worried about what he did to Dragonoff, like it just feels I don't know. Yeah, it does it does feel in poor taste. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I, I hated it. I hated it. And and I for those in the chat, because I know some of the people in our chat don't watch NXT. This uh it ran across my timeline as soon as it was taped. And some people had to start coming out and, and clarifying that it was at work. Like some I think Five Four reported that it's at work, um, because everybody started freaking out. That's how real yeah. it was. You heard the crowd go absolutely quiet. So yeah. Um, I didn't like it. I mean, the only kind of sense that I can make out of this, and I feel like you could, if this is where you're going, you could have done this with anybody. You could have given him a rematch with Baron Corbin because my train of thought was, okay, so they're selling him as he can wrestle, he's going to show up in two weeks and try to wrestle Trick and not be at 100%, and Trick gets the win. And that's how we get the title off of him, by still keeping him protected. He wrestled the match not 100%. But if that's what we're trying to do, you could have th- just done the angle with anybody else that's not Rich Holland. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The Rich Holland factor here is what killed me because I'm like, maybe they're injuring him so when Trick beats him, he can say that I was not 100% or, you know, like, we can, we can have a conversation on him and show Michael, show Michael not wanting to clear the match because it's not medically clear. you you see where I'm going with this. hmm and that's how we get tricked the NXT World Championship while still keeping Dragon Off fairly protected. But if that's where we're going with that, you could have done that with anybody. Anybody could have just wrestled him tonight and injured him accidentally, storyline wise. You know what I mean? Like the fact that they use Rich and that Rich had to cut that promo about how he's cursed, I just didn't like it. Yeah. It was a miss. It was a big miss. Yeah. And I want to forget about it. Like, I want to, I hope we don't have to see them ever interact again.
3: And I think that I agree with you on all that, where it's just like, oh, this was bad. This was unfortunate. But what I really don't like is I don't like that the NXT writers, who again, normally I think do a very good job of giving us a very entertaining show, Mm -hmm. sat in a room and were, I'm going to use the nicest, most G rated term possible. And we're just patting themselves and each other on the back for coming up with this really. Like, oh my god, we're blowing! Oh, they love when mind. things
4: get real. Yeah, you know, like I can see it too. Like people love a realistic storyline.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The fact it. they had declared, I didn't know they would to clarify after the tapings that like because the audience seemed like very uncomfortable by this. Yeah. And if they would have and, known it was a work at the time, I think they would have been pissed.
4: Correct. Correct. You could see by the crowd reaction and the selling that Dragonov was doing that people really thought something went terribly wrong here. And Luis Rivera in the chat is saying Trick would look weak. Agree, but that's the only kind of sense that I could make out of Dragon of suffering an injury before his title match on with Trick Williams. I think Trick needs to beat him clean, but I can see them turning it into that kind of storyline just to protect everybody. Yeah. I, I just didn't like it. And like there's a part of me that is willing to do the, the thing that they used to do in the main roster, where they just completely drop a storyline and never mention it again, I'll be okay if this never gets brought up again.
3: Yeah. In fact, if this had been real, I don't think they would have shown the episode.
4: Right. Especially with all the heat on Richard. They would not have because shown remember, that match. Yeah. It's not just like what happened to Begin, but recently too, Elton from... Um, oh, and yeah. they showed that it was an accident, but pretty deadly too. He He, he was the one that injured... <laughs> Um Elton hashtag Elton Strong. But yeah, like it's just it's just too real. And this is the one time that I would say, like you said, you can see creatives sitting there thinking, oh my god, this is such a realistic storyline, they're gonna love it. We don't, we don't love it. This is not it.
3: Yeah, NXT is the wrong audience for this because NXT fans know all of it.
4: Any audience, any audience is the wrong, especially with we don't even know if we'll ever see beginner or Ring again.
3: I mean i think the last i've read is this not looking
4: that's what likely. he said i yeah. at SummerSlam he did one of the charity events and we got to do like a press conference style interview mm-hmm. with him and that's why he said that he that his doctors were saying no still yeah. so we don't know
3: yeah i think that i think there's like an unwritten rule in wrestling if it's naya breaking becky's nose and becky's okay and it was a big moment it was an accident but you were able to to walk it off and recover quickly sure it's okay to reference that that's adding some real life drama
4: yeah and they're not making the storyline all about that like i think they're cutting some really great promos on each other where they're bringing that up yeah but the promo is like more about naya telling becky you desperately need this to stay relevant you know blah 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 so and becky's trying to tell naya that's the only thing you're known for like they're not using it directly as the only reason why they're like the only thing they talk about in their promos, where Rich just went out there and was like, I'm cursed, I injure people. That's all he said to me.
3: I'm sure if somebody could prove me wrong, you know, I'll accept it, but I don't remember Samoa Joe gloating about... We're right. referencing what happened, uh, with Tyson. Even King. when
4: the when the muscle buster came back, they didn't make a big deal about it, they didn't mention it because remember, that got banned for a long time. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I don't think he ever brought it back in WWE. I don't think he did a muscle buster again until he went back until he went to AW. If I yeah. again correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't even think he ever hit that move again. Oh, yeah, he did when well, he went back to NXP. Yeah. the whole point uh, is that they didn't make a big deal like this is the move that this not yeah. this this happen with like no you just like
3: move on from and ridge and to be clear he was remorseful and felt he was cursed tonight when talking about it but in the past they talked they played up after the big E thing about him being dangerous on smackdown mm-hmm. um yeah look these injuries happen i think that wwe should be doing everything possible to minimize when these industry injuries happen should um you know treat them with sensitivity and respect and it just felt very exploit uh ex- it felt exploitive uh tonight I agree. To, to do this, I agree. You
4: know? usually we get on here we're excited to talk NXT. This is our favorite show that we do, but I will say like I I it, it, I left tonight kind of weird and there's a yeah. part of me that is like, I'm okay if they never mention it again. I'm okay with it being a miss. It was a pre-take. They expect low viewership. Let's just move on from it. That's how I feel because they already did it. You can't take it back.
3: No, if so I were them. Point, yeah. I'm sorry.
4: Go ahead. No, you're fine
3: I was gonna say, if I were them, I would have a video out tomorrow and I would have dragon off saying, Ridge, I did this because I wanted you to face your worst fears. Because you need to do that to get over it, move past it. No, I'm telling you because they need to – I mean, they they can't just say – they can't have Ridge just, like, limp his way into the ring next week and be like, I'm doing okay, guys. I'm doing okay. Anyhow, Trick Williams next week at New Year's Eve. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you
4: can do that. Yeah, you can. Maybe they
3: can. Maybe they can.
4: I'm telling you, I have a feeling, and we'll see. We always, like, remind each other. I have a feeling that they're just going to sell it as he's not going to be cleared by – new year's evil and they're still going to try to like he's still going to try to get the match like i feel like that's where we're going with this but i don't know that rich that rich needs to ever be mentioned into it um
3: yeah just very strange
4: very 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 It, it was a big miss tonight's show it was interesting i was enjoying more some of the backstage segment than the matches the matches i felt were good were bangers There's a lot of them that I just didn't, I'm I'm not invested. The breakout tournament will become invested in these people, but we're Mm -hmm. just getting to know them. So throwing breakout tournament matches that we don't know the contestants and matches that are just thrown together for a pre tape show, it just didn't feel like my favorite episode of NXT. So I'm not saying it was bad, it just wasn't my favorite. It was very mid, and the ending did not help the situation.
3: Did they pre-tape next week also?
4: No, I think next week it's live.
3: Crazy. We're not but it is
4: maybe not. I don't know. I maybe, no, maybe it's just SmackDown. The one that's live. Cause they pre-taped this week's SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Maybe they pre-taped two NXTs. I'm not sure. Honestly.
3: And it's weird. I mean, even with Charlotte just getting injured and now being out, I mean, injuries are, are a fact of life in wrestling, but I don't think that,
4: that was another big news this week. Those broke my heart. She's going to be out for a lot longer than okay. anticipated. His injury seems to be quite serious. And I wish her nothing but a safe recovery. Take your time, but come back, because I'll miss her. I love Charlotte.
3: Absolutely. Um, Yeah, the roster is back on the road next week, day after Christmas.
4: Yeah, but that's the main roster. They could have taken two NXTs. I'm not sure. Back in the day, they used to take two weeks' worth of NXT, remember? But they might want to do it live, since it's the go-home show before the big special.
3: Yeah, before New Year's Eve. So we'll see. But Issa and I will be back Friday for SmackDown tomorrow night the aew crew will be here and uh, next week i believe wrestling Inc is off all next week for the end of the year
4: i'm so happy about that glenn like sometimes it's good to disconnect you know sure i'm gonna miss you i'll be texting you but um but every once in a while it's good to unplug and, and if you choose to watch the shows you watch them because you want to you know what i mean like it's good to take a quick break. No, i agree i agree hey glenn
3: I love you. Love you too, Issa. Okay. Friday. We're going to be back and everybody let us know. Let us know what you think of this angle. I think it was just a strange choice. It was just distasteful. Yeah. But Friday night, Smackdown. We'll be here. Everybody uh, have a good run up to your holiday. Find Issa at NYC demon diva. That's diva with a one. I'm Akalyn Rubenstein. We'll catch you back here next time on the wrestling Inc podcast. Take care. Bye